0: jcasnetwork.org
1: Shalom and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Michael Bernstein, the rabbi of congregation Gesher LaTorah in Alpharetta, Georgia. We are looking at Daf Tzadi of Psachim, the 90th page. The conversation here continues the subject of registration for the Pesach. In this case, we're talking about the fact that when there is registration of people to partake of the paschal offering together and the owner of the lamb that is being used for the offering sells portions does that money become hektesh sacred because it's for the sake of something sacred or chulin, something that can be used for secular and in the conversation there is a assumption that the answer to this question deals with whether or not the entire lamb has become hektesh. The money in exchange for something hektesh would be hektesh, for something sacred be sacred. But if a small portion was intended to be left as secular, then one would have a window for the money to become chulin, to be secular. And this is based on various opinions that are given that the money that is raised could be used not only for the purpose of the lamb itself or the necessities of eating the lamb, but possibly even for other needs. However, this conversation moves to a fascinating connection, which seems at first to be a stretch, but I think it's an amazing insight into the way that we have to look at the reality of verses that may have seemed in the Torah to be used in a way that is more metaphorical. It says in the Torah that the wages of a prostitute, or the exchange for a dog, and we'll leave that second part out, cannot be brought to the house of God. And this is understood to mean, literally, that if a person uses animals or other items that are fit for sacrifice in order to pay for the services of a prostitute, they cannot be brought as a sacrifice. They've become forbidden. But that question hinges on whether or not those animals have already been sanctified. It would be logical that if the animal is already sanctified, then it no longer belongs to the owner in the first place. It belongs to Shemaim, to heaven. And if it belongs to already to God, then if it's used as payment for a prostitute, it cannot become forbidden because it wasn't something the owner owned in the first place. So this is something counterintuitive. You would think that it's even worse to pay a prostitute with something that has already become sacred. But from a technical point of view, only a person who owns something can be said to be using it as payment for something else, and therefore only a person who owns the animal or other items could render them forbidden by using them to hire a prostitute. But what if a prostitute a zonah, is registered to share in the Paschal Sacrifice. Can a prostitute be paid with the portion of the Paschal Sacrifice? This is a fascinating question. First off, why is a prostitute being paid with this portion? If the assumption is that the prostitute is being paid for services rendered, then this is an incredible image using the portion of this holy sacrifice and what you get in return is something that the Torah deems to be quite not holy and not fit for what is sacred? Or is this person simply in the business of being a prostitute and being given this uh, portion in exchange for, for her, her money or participation is simply for the sake of her being able to participate in this sacred act. What is interesting is the Gemara goes through some very technical discussions about how we can learn that in fact if it were not for another verse which explicitly can be read to say that those things that are already vowed are excluded from this law of the wages of a prostitute, then we might actually say that when the paschal lamb is given to this zonah, to this prostitute, then it would remain partially a, in the ownership of the person whose lamb it is, and therefore would become unfit for sacred use. But in fact, because we have this verse, a prostitute may register and may receive her portion. What I think is worth thinking about here is is this just a stretch to understand the limits of how we understand *Ethin Zonah*, the law of the wages of the prostitute, and its impact on the sacred, or does this open a door to say that, despite the fact that the Torah is explicit that certain professions and certain ideas and certain, you know, not just the wages of the prostitute but the exchange of the dog, these things do not belong in the house of God? That when it comes to the Paschal sacrifice, we are able to make the distinction between why a person collects their wages on a regular basis and what it is that they do with them, and this sanctification of what their possessions are being used towards partaking of this lamb, not just for the sake of the monetary value that food is worth, but for the holiness that it is worth to partake in the eating of the paschal sacrifice and being included within the people israel while the talmud goes on to discuss the technicalities of why this is permitted i think the fact that in the end the door is open is one image that we can connect to in our own understanding of the seder without the restrictions of registration and the specifics of the paschal sacrifice that has become a time for a door to be opened to all.
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.